0: On today's show, Renault considers dropping out of Formula One, Aston Martin accuses Henrik Fisker of plagiarism, and how car makers can improve infotainment systems. All that and more coming right up on Autoline Daily. (laughs) This is Autoline Daily for March 27th of 2015. New vehicles sold in the U.S. are the most fuel-efficient they've ever been. The EPA reports that 2013 model year vehicles average 24.1 miles per gallon. That's half an MPG improvement compared to the previous year. While it's good progress for the industry, some analysts worry that growing SUV sales coupled with falling hybrid sales could eventually bring the average back down. The agency also revealed that 9 out of 13 of the largest automakers exceeded emission requirements. Only FCA, Daimler, BMW, and VW fell short, but they had enough leftover credits to meet the standards. In fact, FCA purchased over a million emission credits from Tesla to be compliant. As an incentive to exceed MPG and emission standards, the EPA awards automakers with credits which they can later use if they fall short of the requirements or they can sell them to other automakers that miss the mark. Kia gave a sneak peek of the all-new Optima before it makes its official debut next week at the New York Auto Show. As you can see, it's a bit sleeker compared to the previous model. The grille is a little longer and narrower, and it blends more seamlessly with the headlights. But it's a functional grille, unlike the sports-based concept we saw at the Geneva Show. This was the only picture the company shared, so we'll have to wait until next week for more. And we'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. We're just one race into the 2015 Formula One season and Renault is already thinking of leaving the sport. After Caterham folded and Lotus switched to Mercedes, the French automaker now only supplies engines to Red Bull and its sister team Toro Rosso, and it seems that Renault has been butting heads with Red Bull over the poor performance of its engine. The automaker said it's considering dropping F1 because the criticism could be bad for its reputation. Renault's other option would be to buy the Toro Rosso team, but for now, it's just focusing on the engine. Ford may have ditched Microsoft for the new SYNC 3 system, but it's not finished with the electronics giant. The automaker teamed up with Microsoft to offer global Ford and Lincoln customers a cloud-based information delivery service. The network will allow for vehicle status checks, activating vehicle finder, or scheduling a remote start. It will even make over-the-air updates to SYNC 3 when it rolls out later this year. We've seen automakers go after other companies for producing cars that look like theirs. And now Aston Martin has filed a complaint with Henrik Fisker. The failed EV maker and former Aston Martin design director recently unveiled this prototype called the Thunderbolt, which Aston says bears some of its trademark design features, most notably from the Vanquish. And they're right, too. If you took off all the badges, I think 9 out of 10 people would say it's an Aston Martin. Word is the production version won't include some of the features, which Aston is calling a bait-and-switch scheme. And ironically enough, the $400,000 Thunderbolt is only available by order through an Aston Martin dealer in L.A. Coming up next, why automakers need to stop trying to please early technology adopters. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. There's a lot of cool new infotainment technology inside cars today. But there are often reliability problems with those systems. On Autoline this week, our guests discuss how and what automakers can do to improve the technology.
1: Oftentimes, I've seen this with several OEMs. They're underestimating what the customer really wants. They see that there's so many features out there and they really think that, you know what, I'm gonna bring all those features to the car. And that brings down the horsepower. It really does bog down the system. Mm -hmm. You know, OEMs need to spend a little bit more time focusing on what the really needs of the customer are. You know, stop looking at the early adopter. Look at that person who wants to go to the grocery store. Someone who is just going to their normal day of work not someone that, of course, is going to be flipping through all the podcasts. Someone that's going to spend all their time focusing on, uh, you know, what's the latest technology they heard from 60 Minutes the night before. No. <laughs> Realize who your customer is. Who's buying your cars? And, then you can build your system for that.
0: You have to think about that, right? Those are the guys, the people who are, want all that stuff, they're willing to go that extra step to look for how to get to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and so you don't have to make that. Correct. That direct, right? Because I mean, they're, they're willing to go after that. It's the people that are just trying to go to the grocery store, as John right. said, right? That's what you need to have something simple and something that will meet their needs. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we sort of lose track of that because we want to make it great. There's a lot of great info about infotainment technology in that show, and you can watch it right now on our website, autoline.tv. And don't forget you can check out our Twitter page for more Autoline updates. That wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching.